You're listening to the Annuity Agents Podcast with Bill Broach and Anthony Owen, co-founders of Safe Money Radio Marketing and regular contributors to ThinkAdvisor and other industry publications. Bill is a $100-plus million annuity producer, co-founder of Annuity.com, and an internet branding and reputation expert. Anthony has helped agents and advisors across the country achieve annuity production premiums in excess of $20 million per year, and is president of Annuity Agents Alliance and Annuity Innovation Systems. Each week, Bill and Anthony update you on the annuity business with marketing, sales process, and case design strategies based on actual practice, not theory. Notes for this week's podcast can be found at annuityagentsalliance.com. This podcast is for licensed financial professional use only. Hey, good morning all. Thanks so much for joining us here at Annuity Agents Podcast. Like Anthony said, my name is Richard Hinton. I've been with the organization for over a year now. Um, one of the best organizations I've found out in the industry very grateful to be partnered up with Andrew. He's been kind enough to join us this morning uh, and share some of his success. Uh, and with that, uh, Anthony and Andrew, I'll let you guys take it away. Awesome. So, Andrew, you. Um, you know, maybe we'll just start off. You know, tell us a little bit about, um, you know, when did you start working with us and what attracted you to a partnership with us? Yeah. Well, um, thanks for having me on. Um I'm grateful to be here. Uh, so I actually, I'm pretty new to the annuity space, actually. I uh, This is all pretty new. In fact, I actually hit my one-year anniversary, uh, I think, two days ago. So I'm right at the one-year mark. Um, Congratulations. I, thank you. Thank you. I've, I found you guys online. Um, I was looking for annuity leads and, you know, making the rounds, calling everybody and uh, leaving messages, and uh, Richard had called me back, and uh, one thing led to another, and, you know, we, we started talking about all that you guys offered, and uh, I would say that what attracted me to you guys was there was, there was three things. Number one was your guys' system, which I, I completely understand how important a system is because of my background, which I'll talk about later. And then number two, the radio opportunity. I I totally get that if you can become the celebrity, you're gonna you're gonna crush it. And then the third thing, which is actually probably the biggest thing for me, is how many high caliber big producers you guys attracted. Uh, when I was doing my research and looking for different IMOs to partner with, uh, that was one of the biggest things: is how much. Uh, production is your biggest producer is doing. And from what I had found, you guys had the most, uh, the biggest producers in the industry. So that was a big, big, uh, green light for me. So you were saying that you, um, you just, I mean, basically you're, I guess what we would call a baby in the industry, but, um, you, you've, you've grown pretty quickly. Um, tell me a little bit about, uh, you know, where you came from and, and how you got in this business and, and how things have changed since you, uh, have started working with us. Yeah. So I am an infant, uh, in the annuity space. Um, I actually got my start in the mortgage protection space and, uh, had a lot of success. Uh, I started an IMO called Legacy Builders, 
Uh, I had 200 agents nationwide. Uh, we were we were taken off like a rocket. Had a crazy amount of success. The problem was is we grew too fast, and then we were a leads based company. The leads dried up for various reasons. Long story, I basically lost everything, and so it was a really frustrating situation to be on top of the world, making all this money, helping lots of families, you know, helping lots of agents to hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt because the company failed. And so um, essentially I started looking for, I was really, really frustrated with the insurance industry, to be honest with you, but I knew I'm really good at it. And I know uh, we were doing a little bit of annuities and IULs uh, with the, the IMO that I started. And so I knew if there was a way where I could only sell annuities, then I could probably dig myself up out of this hole and uh, start prospering again. So that's kind of how I got my start. I got my start about six years ago in 2015, uh, but uh, I've only been doing this for about one year. And you've been working our our Internet lead systems. Uh, how's that worked out for you? Yeah, it's going really good. Um, again, I got started a year ago, so right when COVID started taking off, which kind of sucked. But, yeah. you know, I didn't, yeah. I didn't know any differently. And so my first impression was having to meet virtually. And so, um, you know, I made the most of it. I'm, you know, pretty tech savvy. My wife is even more tech savvy than me, so she helped me. Um, and, you know, I, I focused on a few things. Number one, I wanted to become omnipresent online. Uh, I invested in a really good website. I started a YouTube channel, and although I don't have a whole lot of uh, different videos, it's just important to have an omnipresent uh, profiles everywhere you go online. So I started a Better Business Bureau. I started a Google Maps profile. I utilized all of your guys' Internet resources and credentials. Um, you know, anything to build credibility, and uh, it's really – it's a snowball. It, I mean, that's the absolute best way that I can describe it is it just takes time to build momentum. And the, the better you get, the more you do, it just starts taking off. And so, so far it's been, it's been working out great. Yeah. And for those of you listening that might not be aware, what Andrew's talking about is what we call internet reputation. And uh, we come alongside our partners and basically carpet bomb Google with information on the partners that work with us, you know, listing them on annuity.com is one of our agents. Uh, there's opportunities for being an invited author on annuity.com, press releases, think advisor, um, you know, uh, being a contributing think advisor, our retirement village drip system, you know, so anytime someone, you, you know, vets you, which they're going to. I mean, if you're going to be reaching out to clients, either through leads or referrals or, you know, however you're getting in front of people, they're going to vet you. And uh, if they Google your name, they better find something, and it better be a lot, and it better be credible, or they're just going to move on to the next person. If they don't see you as established, um, you know, you can have a brick and mortar these days, but how good is, you know, how good is a brick and mortar during COVID? And and even if you do have a brick and mortar, they're going to vet you online anyway because uh, anybody could have an office, but not everybody can have a reputation, I guess. 
Um, yeah. So tell us a little bit about how how you've been doing in the last six months. You know, what is your, you know, how many leads have you got? And how much have you spent? You know, how yeah. much premium you've wrote? What's your return on investment? You know, give us some numbers. Sure. Well, so what I did, um, I didn't do six months. I did one year just because lately I've been doing very, very well. Uh, but it took me a while in the beginning to get going. And so I actually, when I was doing my research, I actually did it for a year, and I hope that's okay. Uh, no, that's over fine. The last, over the last year, I've received 101 leads. Uh, I've spent $31,279 on leads. Now, this is just Internet leads. <clears throat> so I do – where I live, it's very saturated, and <laughs> I know we'll talk about it in a bit, but th- this has kind of been a, a little bit of a challenge – is it's very very difficult i'm in dave ramsey country he's got a monopoly on all the radio stations which kind of sucks um but he it's been very challenging to find a premier slot for radio and i know that you guys are working overtime to do it and i appreciate that but i primarily only work internet leads and just up until recently i started doing um you know in-person seminars which has been pretty cool but for the most part, and, and all these numbers that I'm giving you, this is only Internet leads. Um, and so I've spent 31279 just on Internet leads. I've written, uh, including what I did yesterday, 4496000 so just shy of $4.5 million. Um, I've generated 360000 in commission. My ROI, because of what I closed yesterday, I had a really good day yesterday, my ROI jumped up to 11.5 ROI, so return on investment. For every dollar I spend, I make $11.5. I've only helped 13 people in the last year. Now, I've gotten multiple deals from multiple people. My average case size is 346 grand. Jeez. So those are my numbers. You're going to make me cry. <laughs> I hope uh cheer the joy. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, um you know, one of the things that I think you know, if you don't mind me throwing some compliments your way, I mean, a couple things with Andrew. One, um you realize the opportunity right away. Um uh, there's not you know, where can you go to 10x your revenues over your expenses? In, in a year's time. I, I was just yeah. watching a YouTube video uh, about how to build a business, uh, something that just does very basic things and, you know, how over a 10-year period, you know, you're supposed to build your business to get something like 25% margins. And, you know, that's the basic model that most businesses go through. And then, you know, here we have someone that, you know, basically gets into the annuity business and a year later, is 10xing the revenues over uh, expenses. A couple things that I think that makes a difference is, one, you come from the mortgage protection industry. And for any of you listening, if you're doing mortgage protection and you're successful at it, you're doing between, say, $50,000 and $100,000 a year in target premium, uh, or if you're on your way to doing that, we will work with you all day long. I don't care if you've never sold an annuity because – I don't know. What do you think? I mean, is mortgage protection not the perfect 
uh, training yeah. ground for work ethic? It really is, dude. It is such a freaking grind. I mean, I, that's about the only way I could put it. It is such a grind. And it's a one-pick close. And uh, you really got to be in your game. Now, I will say this. There's a lot of mortgage protection agents that aren't on the up and up. And you really right, have to right, care yeah. about the, the client because it's a, it's a – the sales process is just so much longer. And so you really got to be patient. And sometimes mortgage protection agents aren't patient. But if you're patient and you have integrity and you're a hard worker and you actually care about the client, then – and I would also say the other thing is, is that you're not simple-minded. Like you're willing to – you have to be willing to learn new things over an extended period of time because sometimes mm-hmm. the simplicity of mortgage protection is what makes it attractive. But, a new, right. you know, this game is definitely going to be a little bit more complicated. But you're right. If you can grind it out on a nightly basis with mortgage protection, chances are you have the foundation to succeed with annuities. Yeah, you have to have the aptitude for things more complicated. And, you know, if you don't have integrity, don't even bother. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, we can, but that's something we can't train. That's something that's got to be part of your ethos. And, uh, exactly. You know, you, you can do a lot of damage in this industry if you don't have a good ethos of integrity. Uh, yeah. And get yourself in a lot of trouble and hurt people's lives. So, yep. Don't call yep. us if, if that's, uh, doesn't, not something that you uh, aspire to be, but you know, work ethic-wise, uh, I, I love guys that come for the mortgage protection issue. That's where I came from. You know, twelve appointments a week. You know, call hundreds of calls, hundreds and hundreds of calls, booking appointments. Yeah. Uh, tell us a little bit out. I, I kind of know what your appointment booking process is like, having come from the yeah. mortgage protection myself. But tell us, tell us a little bit about your appointment booking process. Uh, and uh, then kind of go into what you do on the first and the second appointment. Sure. Well, it's, uh, so the, the phone call is definitely longer. Mortgage protection, you're on and off the phone as fast as possible, uh, you know, one or two minutes. It's way different with uh, with annuities because, you know, they you, you have to establish credibility with them. I um, – so – I actually decided to set up my business. I've seen that there's two different ways that people primarily set up their business in this industry. They either are a road warrior where they go and drive to the client or they they have an office and they try to get the client to come to them. I've been a road warrior for five years of my life and I've had enough. And so I've decided I want the office, you know, situation. And so it takes a little bit more time on the phone to build that credibility in order to get them to come to you. So when I call the the lead, I'm basically saying something along the lines of, I'll say their first name. So, you know, John, and then they'll say, yes, I say, and then I I got that from mortgage protection. You don't say Mr. Smith or anything like that. Use their first name like you know him. And then, you know, hey, what's going on, John? It's Andrew. This is the president of Legacy Builders Wealth Management here in the Nashville area the radio show host of the Safe Money Radio Show. Hey, I was giving you a call back, my friend. You recently spoke with a colleague of mine, Cynthia, and uh, Cynthia asked me to reach out to you. She said that uh, you had some questions regarding protecting your 401K from any loss and getting good rates of returns. Listen, my friend, there's no one more equipped to answer those questions than me. So how can I help you? What questions could I answer for you today, John? 
And then they're going to basically spill the beans. They're going to go into their questions. They're going to go into what they're looking for. And I'll tell you, apart from that intro, I really don't have a script because I believe that if you're too scripted, they're going to pick up on it and they're going to, they're going to reject you. You just got to have a conversation with them. Figure out what's important, you know, see if you can help them or not. Um, at the end of the email, I'm basically going to – I say something along the lines of, hey, I'm going to send you an email here, here shortly. I've got your email as, and I verify the email. I say, listen, in the meantime, before our meeting next Thursday at whatever time, check out my website, check out my radio show, check out my YouTube, my Facebook, my LinkedIn, check out all the five-star reviews that I have. You know, do your research on me because, again, when we sit down, I'm here to provide you a bunch of value. Okay, that's it. It's as, it's as simple as that. And one of the things that I tell them during that first uh, phone call is, listen, when you come in, we're not – this is a, what I call the relational visit. I got this from Casey. Uh, but this is what's called the relational visit. No money's being moved. Okay, there's no selling. All that's going down is, number one – I'm here to provide you value and give you a few gifts, okay? I'm also going to provide you an income plan, which basically extrapolates out your Social Security, cost of living adjustments, inflation, desired income before taxes. It's going to factor in any retirement savings you have on out to age 100 so you and your lovely wife can live every single year knowing that for sure you're not going to run out of money. You're not going to have to go to Walmart and get a job. And as long as you stick to this budget, even with, you know, some curveballs in there like a long-term care situation, you're never going to run out of money as long as you live. Okay? Does that sound fair? They say, yes, perfect. The other thing that I put in my email, because I'm going to send them an email, is I talk about how I've partnered with the best elder law and estate planning attorney in Nashville, and I have this available if the need arises for your specific situation. I believe that when you partner with, and by the way, uh, it's a loose partnership, but I do have somebody that I have met with, and I believe that provides a lot of credibility, the fact that my firm has partnered with an attorney that is available if they need it. So that's kind of yeah, how I set stuff. up the appointment. Um, as far as the first appointment, which is what you asked, uh Basically, the like I mentioned, I'm meeting with them for a relational visit to educate them. You know, my goal is to give them the Safe Money book. I've got two kits. So I've got a Safe Money kit, and then I've got another kit of things that I have written out personally uh, just to provide more content, more value, et cetera. Uh, I'm going to create an income plan for them. Um, I've got a software program. I use your, your income planning software, but I also have another software program that I show them, and uh, it basically we're going over the best products in the nation for that tailor-made to fit their specific situation. It's not a one-size-fits-all, and I tell them, listen, I'm a certified financial fiduciary, and I show them a the little brochure, which, by the way, I recommend everybody get that. It's really easy to get, but it's so it brings so much credibility because you can put those letters behind your name. And uh, it, they give you a nice plaque. You can get a step and repeat that, that you have in your office. You get brochures. And it basically ensures that whatever advice that I give you, it does have to be in your best interest. And so that's why I need to understand a little bit more about you 
so that we can proceed accordingly because I really want to keep my certification. I love my certification, and I want to make sure you're getting the best advice. And so that's that's basically what I'm doing on the first appointment. So it sounds like on the first appointment, we teach the five-step sales process. It sounds like you're pretty much in line with that. Your, your first appointment is all about fact-finding and about oh, yeah. selling the problem, trying to expose yeah. a problem that you can hit over and over and over again and get them to the point where they're emotionally vested into that problem. Yeah, and I, I will add something because one thing I forgot to mention was when I first started calling on these leads in the beginning, I'd spend 30 to 40 minutes on the phone with every person, and it wears me out. And so mm. it's just too long because what I was trying to do is I was trying to discover if they could qualify suitably. When I figured out, right. listen, you need to shorten that phone call up, figure out if they have any money. If they've got more than 50 grand, okay, you know, 50 grand in, in emergency fund, 50 grand in investable assets, they're going to qualify. So just book the appointment. Then in person, you can get the thorough fact finder. I was getting a thorough fact finder over the phone, and I was losing deals because of it. It was wearing me out. Yeah. And uh, so gosh, that I, is that is such a that is such a common mistake. And I mean, I've been preaching about it for about a decade now, and yet sometimes I feel like I'm pounding my head against the wall. I mean, your $50,000 client can turn into a $400,000 client once you're in front of them, right? Exactly. Yeah. And then, you know, we want to try and, I would say, build your business off your inconvenience, maintain it off your convenience. I mean, it, but there's there's got to be a period of time where you don't over-screen people uh, right. until you get to, you know, until you reach your goals and get capitalized enough that you can flood yourself with marketing, you know, yeah. and then become a cherry picker at that point. Right, right. Yep, 100%. So how are you setting up the second appointment? So you got, you know, you have all their information, you sold the problem, uh, and then you said you're working using our software and other software, um, you know, kind of wrap it up for us as far as the appointment goes. Tell us, you know, how you're approaching that second appointment and your transition to a close and what that looks like. Sure. So the second appointment, I sit, you always book the second appointment on the first, at the end of the first. Uh, that is something they teach you uh, in sales 101 because if you don't book it that day, it's your, the chances of you losing that appointment are so high. So always book the second appointment at the end of the first appointment. Um, How long away are you it, trying to book those appointments? I, I try to do it one week out. Uh, I, I tell people, listen, we went through a lot today. Uh, you know, you got to digest this. I'm going to send you the, you know, the illustration, et cetera, for you to look at. <clears throat> but if you try to go any longer than a week, you're going to forget stuff. I don't care. I've been doing this long enough. People forget stuff, and then we have to do a bunch of repeats. So let's shoot for the same time, same place next week, right? One week out. Obviously, it worked out this week for you. Let's do it again next week. Um and then when they get here, and by the way, I always offer coffee. I've got Fiji Waters. I believe that you should always work with the spirit of excellence. My office, I've tried to trick out my office as much as I can with everything that looks sharp. And one of the things is you have nice water. I just believe, you know, Fiji Water is the most expensive water. I get Fiji Waters. I put two out per person for every appointment. 
I've got a super nice coffee machine. I've got soda available. I try to be as hospitable as possible to make them feel like they're family. And so when they get here, I'm going to say, hey, you want a cup of coffee? You want any soda? You want, you know, their water's already out on the desk. And I'm going to build a little for for five or ten minutes. And then I'm basically, I say, listen, I'm going to, I'm going to uh, set the agenda for today's appointment. Okay, after we've kind of caught up, we talked about the weather, whatever we talked about. I basically say, hey, let's set the agenda for today. Today, the agenda is basically to answer any questions that we went over last time and to see if what I showed you last time is the absolute perfect fit for your retirement plan. Now, I believe it is in light of what you told me last time about, and then I'm going to repeat their why. I, at the end of every fact-finding, I basically say, listen, if you could accomplish two or three things that are the most important things to you, what would it be? And I, I write down everything. And I, I'm going to use that not against them, okay, but I use – this is what attorneys do. They use what you say against you. Well, in our situation, you use what they said for them. So I'm finding out their why, what it is that's important to them, and I'm going to revisit that every moment I can. If I can tick off these boxes for you, Mr. Smith – it sounds like you're pretty excited about, you know, solving these problems, right? Yeah, cool. So I want to make sure that there's nothing but excitement regarding how we're going to accomplish their why, and then we get into whatever questions they have. So that's the second appointment. Um, as far as the close goes, uh, the other thing also as far as the presentation, I always make sure that I tell them my story because your story is very powerful, people by you. Uh, I show them, again, like I said, the, the certified financial fiduciary brochure. I make sure that they understand that I'm very serious about providing only the best. And if for whatever reason I don't know something, I'm going to find out. And then the other thing is I got this from Lyle, but I basically say, hey, I, I want to ask you permission for something. Number one, when I tell them my story, this is on the first point, and I know I'm hopscotching a bit, but this is a good gold nugget. I basically say, hey, I'm going to, uh, if it's all right with you, I'm going to put on my teacher hat first because I want to make sure that you understand how these work. As a CFF, I need to make sure that before I give you any advice, I know that you understand how it works. So if it's cool with you, I'm going to put on my teacher hat first, and then I'm going to put on my advising hat. They always say, cool, you know, and then I get into the uh, the appointment. As far as the closing goes, this is something that I learned from the Black Swan Group, which is a re I recommend the sales process uh, to anybody, and he's a world-class negotiator. Um, and so he talks about how you use no questions because people, you know, if I call you on the phone, Anthony, and I basically say, hey, Anthony, uh, I'm a telemarketer, you, you know, uh, do you have a minute? Your, your immediate response is no, right? No is what makes us feel comfortable. Yes, people feel a little uh, – extended they feel like they're taking a risk so no is very comfortable everybody can is is happy to say no so when you use no questions it actually puts people at ease and they feel like they're not obligated to to do anything so as far as my close goes i actually ask them no questions first before i explain how the process works and everybody who's been in this industry knows you get to a place where they're not asking any more questions it's starting to get awkward because you're giving silence to see if there's anything else they want to ask. And at this point, you have to know, okay, now it's time to close. So I'll ask him a question like this. I'll say, okay, John, we talked about a lot. 
Um, are you against committing to protecting and safely growing your 250,000 IRA? Are you against committing to protecting it? He's going to say no, right? Or I'll ask something like, is it a ridiculous idea, John, for you to go ahead and protect the $250,000 401k? He's going to say no. Then I'm going to say, cool, let me explain how this whole situation works. Okay, so first things first, we're going to submit an application to XYZ company. They're going to get back to us in a couple of weeks with a yay or a nay. They've got to pass suitability, like I mentioned. And for whatever happens, or for whatever reason it doesn't happen, I've always got a plan B, okay, because you want to make sure that they know that. And then they're going to send me out a policy. It could take six weeks. It could take eight weeks. Tennessee, by law, gives you what's called a 30-day free look period, which basically means that for whatever reason during the 30 days you decide, you know what, I actually love risk and I want to put all my money back in the market because I love that thrill. Uh, well, cool, you can do that. Uh, you have 30 days to basically make your final decision. Does that make sense? Does that sound fair? They're going to say yes. They say, perfect. Can you, can you grab your driver's license? You have to be assumptive. So long answer, but that's basically how I close. That's awesome. And, and kind of counter to what a lot of sales strategy is taught in the past where you want the yes, 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 yes yeah. to get a yes. I completely um, disagree with that. Yeah. I mean, that still might be valuable earlier in the sales process, but I like the takeaway uh, close too. Um, yeah. That, that, that's, that's really smart. I'm going to write that one down for myself. <laughs> yeah. Well, again, asking no questions. Is, is just so much more subtle. They feel comfortable. You know how it is when you, you push a bit too far and people get a little finicky. They get, you know, right. they all, they all of a sudden start getting a little prickly. They get a little defensive. It's because you push them too far and you're trying to get them to overcommit. And it's just, if they're not ready, you have, you have to make sure that they're comfortable and there's ways you can do it by asking no questions. Yeah, and you're holding them accountable to things they said yes to, but then you're yeah. just reversing the question. It's just on how you word it. Yeah. Yeah, it's how you word it. Yeah, very nice. Very nice. Um, so we'll kind of wrap this up here, but, you know, what do you, what advice, you know, let's say someone's listening right now, you know, they're kind of where you were or, you know, they just want to grow their business. Um, yeah. You know, what do you what do you believe as far as the power of partnerships, you know, and the value of a partnership with the Annuity Agents Alliance? And uh, also, because I don't like to create a rosy picture of everything. I mean, you know, I always tell people, you know, this is not a competition. Nobody should be comparing themselves to you or anybody else. Um, but they should know that if someone else did it, they can do it, too. But. You know, there's no equal outcome for equal effort. There's a lot of randomness in this business. Everybody comes to the table with a different set of skills and a different set of learning curves that need to be achieved. What would yeah. you recommend to someone that uh, is looking to potentially work with us, and what should they uh, be willing to do uh, to make that successful? Uh, you know, to get to get going in the right direction. Yeah. Well, this is what I will say. It's easy to fall into the trap of feeling successful or even feeling unsuccessful when the opposite may actually be the case. And and evaluating your numbers is super important. You know, I was successful from the beginning because, well, based upon the numbers, but there's been many times where I didn't feel successful. 
you know, I know I'm capable of more. And so success to me is being able to have a successful ROI and marketing investment and also on your time. And that's going to be different based upon the person, like you mentioned. You know, to me, a 10x ROI is good, but I would rather have a 6x ROI and make a million than a 10x ROI and make 350 grand. They're both successful, but it's just a balancing act. And that's kind of that, you know, that whole situation of scaling, because scaling is a different animal. But to answer your question simply, Anthony, you know, I believe that you should begin seeing momentum probably within four to six months and at least 15000 invested in leads. Otherwise, you're going to need to go back to the drawing board. I believe that you guys have a lot of really good resources. I've gone on uh, your website multiple times and memorized uh, multiple things that you said. The other thing, and I know that we're going long, so I'll just give you guys, I'm just going to skip down to the end, but uh, if it's cool with you, I'm just going to give you guys nine gold nuggets that I learned in the last year that have helped me substantially. Is that is that cool with you, yeah. Anthony? Yeah, go for it. Yeah, that'd be okay. great. So he, so here's the nine gold nuggets. And by the way, one gold nugget can absolutely change your entire business. When I first got started in the insurance industry in mortgage protection, I made fifteen grand my first month. I made forty grand in my first three months. And then I go into December and I almost quit because I kept having rejection after rejection and I was so close to quitting. And I went to a mentor of mine and I got, he gave me one gold nugget on the close that changed everything around. I began closing again. I started getting momentum and fast forward six years later, I'm here and I'm really grateful that I didn't quit. So one gold nugget can change everything. So here's nine gold nuggets that I've received that I've learned about or received in the last year. Number one, you guys got to start using ZipWhip. ZipWhip is a texting service, okay, that I started using, and my no-show rate went down substantially. You can pre-schedule certain texts to go out the day before, uh, 8 a.m. the next morning, an hour before, and my no-show rates have gone down, like, big time. So ZipWhip is a really good feature. Number two, Bill Broach, he said uh, three things. It was probably a couple months ago. Man, I'm telling you, it was fire. The first thing, he said there was three things in his experience that wasted his time. And I have found these things to be true. There's always going to be exceptions to the rule, but I found these things to be true. People that smoke, okay, people that are not willing to come to your office, and the people that are know-it-alls. In my experience, that is absolutely true. And I don't get as hard on myself when I find out, well, they're they're not willing to come to my office, they're a smoker, they know it all. I don't know why, but those three things were dead on. The third gold nugget, have all of your policies. If you've got existing policies that you haven't done um, any policy deliveries yet, when you meet with clients, have all of your leads, all of your fact finders, all of your policies on your desk. Have all of your annual statements on your desk. I reference that all the time. I'll show people, look how many people are reaching out to me, man. I'm so stinking busy. Look at these annual statements that I'm doing. And this is one of the things I'm going to do with you, Mrs. Smith, is every year we're going to go over your annual statement. We're going to see if we need to move any money around. If the Barclays is not performing, we're going to go to the credit suites, right? So I'm I'm showing them. Here's some policies. You know, here's my, here's how busy I am. Here's annual statements. 
it just brings credibility to have all that on your desk, okay? Number four, like I mentioned before, ask no questions. I actually start out my presentation asking this no question. I say, I need to know something right up front. Are you the kind of person, Mrs. Smith, that gets a thrill out of seeing your money jump up 30%, drop 40% in a, in a bear market, and then climb its way back up to the break-even point over the, the following three years? Some people are like that. They get a little thrill out of seeing this crazy roller coaster. Are you that kind of person? Everybody says no. Perfect. Then, you know, I, I probably can help you, right? So I ask no questions. That's the fourth little nugget. Number five. You want to use the word fair a lot. Fairness is what makes or breaks deals. If they feel the insurance company is treating them fairly and that they're getting a fair shake, they're going to buy. So I say, listen, the longer you let the company play with your money and make interest on your money, the more fair they're going to be in your rate of return. I use the word fair a lot. Fair is a really powerful word. Number six, I use fear of loss. Fear of loss is more powerful than talking about the benefits. People will either run towards pleasure or away from pain. We've all heard that. But I find that most people that reach out to, to us online are away from pain kind of people. And so, listen, people sleep like a baby when they're making tons of money. But what keeps them up at night, up at night is fear of loss. When I say, listen, and it's all on how you word it. Hey, you're going to make 6 or 7% every single year for the rest of your life. Awesome. They're happy about that. They're going to sleep at night. But when you turn it and you say, listen, choose not to work with us. Choose not to do do this. And you're, you're basically sacrificing 6 or 7% of safe returns with no fees each and every year for the rest of your life. That's fear of loss, right? And it's just, it's just on how you word it. So fear of loss is very powerful. Number seven, I'm almost done. You want to kill the dragon while it's a baby. I just, uh, and this is talking about objections. So we've all lost deals. They, you know, you think you have a slam dunk appointment. They go and talk to their CPA, their financial advisor, their crazy uncle, and basically there's a landmine and it explodes and you never hear from them again. So you want to kill the dragon while it's a baby. So what I started doing, and I landed a huge deal yesterday because of this, I went on Google before they left, and I just started going down a rabbit trail. I said, listen, we've all heard that annuities are terrible, that people would rather die and go to hell than, you know, sell annuities, right? And we've all heard the CCA say they all have their, their crazy biases. I've got my own bias. I'm biased towards safety. People are biased towards growth and risk. People are biased towards whatever, right? So what have we heard? And then I go to Google. And I basically say problems with annuities or, you know, the dangers of annuities. And I say, oh, my gosh, it says here that uh, the agents make big commissions. Well, that's true. You know, and then I say, uh, well, what's some other problems? Oh, you can lose money. There's big surrender charges, right? You're going to be locked in. And I agree with everything. And by agreeing with it, say, listen, yes, the agents do make high commissions. Yes, you can lose money in variable annuity. Yes, the fees can be ridiculously high. All of that is true, which is why you need someone like me who can help navigate through all of the garbage, all of the problems, all of the noise. So what happens is when they leave my office and they talk to their crazy uncle or their CPA and they're saying, oh, you don't want to do that. They have crazy high commissions. 
he's just thinking about commissions. You're going to lose money. You know, there's high fees. It, I basically killed that dragon while I was a baby. And I'll tell you, that made me a lot of money just yesterday alone. So, uh, kill the dragon while it's a baby. Number eight, you want to paint concepts by storytelling. Anthony has talked about this in the past, and I just want to reiterate it because it's really important. And, am I, can I finish these two things, Anthony? I mean, I know. We're oh, yeah, absolutely, man. I'm not going to, okay. I'm not going to stop you now. <laughs> okay. So here's just a couple examples, uh, of how you want to paint. So fact, tell, story, sell. Paint concepts by storytelling. So, like, for example, I'll tell people the Mount Everest. Like, listen, you know, in Mount Everest, did you know that more people die coming down the mountain than going up? Why? Because on the way up, when and I liken it to accumulation versus distribution. When you're on your way up of Mount Everest, you're accumulating, right? You can, you're taking more risks, but you're younger, you're, more, you're healthier, you're not as tired, etc. When you're in the market in your 20s, 30s, and 40s, you're, it's all about accumulation. But once you crest over and you've earned the money and you've saved the money and you've made it to the top, this is where more people die. They crash and burn. They run out of money. They make poor choices. This is the distribution phase where when you're coming down the mountain of life, it's so important that you are extra safe because one little mistake can cost you your financial life. And so I'll paint pictures, right? For example, I'll say, like, I'm a CFF. I'm a certified financial fiduciary. Similar to a doctor, if you walk in my office and complain about a headache, I'm not just going to shoot from the hip and offer you a prescription because I don't know anything about you. i got to check your vitals. i got to check your blood pressure, your weight, your height. Anthony's talked about that. There's another good concept by storytelling. I, this is a good one that I came up with. It's how, you, how I basically address fee-based advisors. I'll say, listen, let's say you want to go get your car detailed, okay, and you go, if you were four-wheel driving, which I know you do on the weekends, Mrs. Smith, and then they laugh. And you go and you take it to get detailed, and it's going to, you say, listen, I want it spick and span, it's full of mud, whatever. I'll be back in five hours, I'll pay you 500 bucks. You come back in five hours, and they made your car, I don't know how they did it, but they made your car dirtier. Now, here's a question, Mrs. Smith. You wanted them, you gave them your car to clean it. They made it dirtier. Are you, and then they're demanding that you pay them the 500 bucks. Is that right? They all say, heck no. Well, why is it when you give your money to a financial advisor to grow it, they end up losing all your money and then they want to charge you a fee for it? How does that make you feel? That's why I believe that's highway robbery. And I talk about how I don't do that and how I never charge a fee, right? So, there's another one. You know, the indexing, the annual reset. Anthony talks about it being a roller coaster. I tell a story about me and my wife in Gatlinburg, the roller coaster. I, will, I won't talk about it too much, but little stories can help really solid, you know, saying like, hey, Mrs. Smith, do me a favor. Pretend you're in my counseling session. I'll make a little joke and they laugh. Close your eyes, Mrs. Smith. Put your hands out, right? Ugh, imagine you're sitting on a white sandy beach. It's 75 degrees in strength. There's a three-mile-an-hour wind blowing in your face as you sip your favorite beverage. And you're reclined in your perfect chair in the perfect climate with your favorite person reading your new favorite book. And as you reflect on your life, Mrs. Smith, your working career, all the hard work, all the diligence in saving, you realize, man, it was all for this. 
to enjoy your golden years to the fullest. And because you invested wisely in the right products that offer safety, security, and lifetime income, you get to truly enjoy every single moment without any fear of loss or going back to work or running out of money. And I'll have them open their eyes. It's the way your retirement was supposed to be. And all this realization can happen in an instant on your perfect day for whatever that looks like to you. But it all starts with proper retirement planning with guarantees. And that's where I come in to help you achieve this. So, again, just to kind of wrap it up, I love painting concepts by storytelling. Facts tell, stories sell. Figure out ways, metaphors, illustrations by painting little pictures. And then finally, the last little nugget, and this is a big one, is ask at every policy delivery for five-star reviews. I have the Better Business Bureau, and I also have Google Maps. Uh, I believe those two are really important. It's really easy to ask them. I basically say, hey, Mr. Smith, I have a question. I am always striving for five out of five-star customer service. So here's a question I have. Do you feel like I earn five out of five stars? Do you feel like I answer your question? I responded to your emails in a timely manner. I called you back. Do you feel like I went out of the way and I got five stars? Every person says yes. Wow, really? Thank you so much, Mr. Smith. Can I ask a favor of you? If I sent you an email, would you mind just doing a short little paragraph on how I provided that five-star customer service? Man, I would. That would mean the world to me. And guess what? Those reviews are so helpful because it brings credibility for future purchasers. So anyway, sorry I went long, Anthony. That's just some gold nuggets that have helped me in the last year, and I hope it helps uh, your listeners. Totally worth it, man. I was taking notes like a madman. Hopefully you guys couldn't hear my keyboard in the background. (laughs) We couldn't. So much appreciate you, Andrew, and uh, everything that you're doing as far as a partner with us. But also, you know, one of the things we like in our organization is just the the willingness to serve and give unconditionally. Uh, And so we really appreciate uh, your heart for that and being willing to – share your story, and uh, I'm just looking forward to how much more we have to hear from you over the years because uh, you are killing it and super proud of you and really appreciate your partnership. Well, everybody, um, I'm just going to, you know, we I'll just give two little notes here on some product changes here. Rates are going up. Uh, You know, the bond move from 80 bips to like 180 bips, 10-year bonds, we're seeing some rates go up. Guggenheim increased their part rates from like 100 to 120%. We're seeing some increase in payout factors. Uh, Athene increased, increased their bonus from 15% to 20%. And then Allianz is increasing their payout percentages on their benefit control annuity and their 222 uh, for 25 basis uh, points. So, you know, this... Uh, Pressure on inflation and in increasing uh, rates uh, could really help us out uh, and help our carriers out and being able to offer us a better rate. So uh, thanks for joining us today, and I look forward to talking to you guys next week uh, on Thursday, same time, same place. You guys have a great week. Bye now. Thanks for listening to the Annuity Agents Podcast with Bill Broach and Anthony Owen. Check back each week for a new episode. 
For more information on how Annuity Agents Alliance will help you build your annuity business, go to annuityagentsalliance.com or call 888-742-4368. If you like the show, please leave your rating and review on the podcast channel where you found the show. The information and opinions expressed here from third parties or guests are believed to be reliable, but the information cannot be verified or guaranteed by Annuity Agents Alliance. The opinions of guests do not necessarily represent the opinions of Annuity Agents Alliance or its partners. The prior information does not represent tax, legal, or investment advice and is for licensed financial professional use only.